Hey everyone, it's the Roro Show with Steven. This is Ro. Steven, how are you this morning? I am wonderful, Ro. Happy New Year. How yeah. have you been? I've been all right. I've been all right. So I'm I know that lately when we talked about weather, I've not wanted to talk about it because it's been so crappy mm-hmm. here in Kansas City, but it's just been so up and down. I mean, we have not had yeah. real winter here. I mean, but it's it'll be 57 one day and literally 7 the next. So yesterday it was 40-something. crazy. And, yeah. So my body is, you know, when you get older, the weather really affects your body a lot more than... Totally, totally. I'm experiencing that myself. It's been pretty usual in New York. We had snow a couple days ago, but not not major snow. And it's been cold, but nothing out of the ordinary. And we haven't had those crazy spikes and up and downs like you guys have in the Midwest. I don't know. I I, I just never heard of anything like that before. I don't remember it ever being that way. And that's what I that's what I always miss about Florida is that when I look at Tampa's, you know, it's. All week, it's within one or two degrees, the same high and the same low every single day. And then here, uh, so it is what it is. But So that's why I was late calling you, not because of the weather, but because I had to bundle up so I could go outside to smoke. So, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, it's got to hit that bong on Sunday morning. <laughs> well, whatever, whatever makes it, um, whatever gets you through the day. Yeah, and that whatever helps me. Make, whatever makes you ready to do the podcast is fine with me. It, it, it helps me. Yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> of course. I mean, just it helps me get through the day. And uh, honestly, it's 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 not for me. I don't do the drugs that I do for me. It's for the other people. I do it for I do it for them because and when I say drugs it's 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 only marijuana but uh-huh. my for if my parents who are super old if yeah. they put anything together they 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 couldn't see a pattern if they they did, but for I think over three years I never visited them without someone else in my family. And the reason was I always needed someone to drive because I had to be super high to hang out with my parents. <laughs> I mean, wow. because then I didn't care because my parents right. are, they they have their, they have their own thoughts. Let's just put it this way. My dad is 90, my mom is 82, and mm-hmm. I often think I bounce around from universes in a multiverse, but I don't think they live in this universe anymore. They're No, they don't. Oh, I think they're Yeah, sometimes you just say stuff and you look at they they look at you like I mean, you're saying something like Oh, it sure is warm out today. And then they just look at you like they don't understand the words. They literally don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. Well, that's bizarre. What do, you, what do you think causes that? I don't know. And <laughs> I, I know that sometimes I will sound, however people want to, want to term it, but I, I do put that, especially my, my dad is past his expiration date. And I'm not yeah, saying that. <clears throat> and it's just, I, I couldn't imagine being 90 and he literally sits in a chair and watches oh specific three specific news channels and right. that's all he does and he has to know death is just lurking around the corner in fact earlier this week or i guess it's been a couple of weeks now our youngest yeah. and my wife went over to eat with him and my mom pulled him aside and said uh, i think we're near the end here and they're like what and they go i don't think he's gonna be around long it's like you don't have to whisper he has horrible hearing too so but um <laughs> well yeah so I've had to deal with, so that's been on my mind this week, but it's just, mm. I, I, that's why I do drugs though, because of my parents. Well, you know, whatever works for you. I know. You know, good so, for you. Yes. I, I, you you're, you, now you live in a state where mm-hmm. cannabis is legal. Do not partake in cannabis. We've never had this conversation. I, I, I do not. Can you believe that? Never. Not once in my life. And that is not a lie. And I Hold on. And not for any not for any specific reason. It's just that the people that I would hang around with, even in college, just weren't into it. So the opportunity never presented itself. And by the time, you know, I was much older and it finally did, I thought, eh, I've gone this long. Let's see if I can let's see if I can hold out. And I always truly thought, well, 
if it's illegal, I'm not going to do something illegal, and that'll just be the line that I don't cross. Well, now it's not illegal anymore, so, right. so <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. But let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You cannot walk five feet down a street in New York City now without inhaling the aroma of it. So I'm definitely getting a contact yeah, eye, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe. it is everywhere, mm. everywhere. So, and that's my my thing that if, especially living in a non legal state, that mm-hmm. if someone said something, especially about the smell, I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm not. I I have other options that that want to involve smell, so I can go that route. But right. now that you've complained about the smell. I am going to make your life a miserable. I will find out whatever smell you think is is the worst on the face of the planet. If it's fish or whatever it is, and I will make it because I to me it does have. See, I'm very different. I don't have a great sense of smell. I basically have mm-hmm. to bury my nose in it to smell it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it smells amazing. Like I can literally tell the different smells and what, uh, you know, if there's a citrus base. So I, I, I've become, right. and I was going to add, there's something that we always add in our house and it's the word yet. So if you've ever said, right, I right. haven't done that, it's that yet, you know, so I will tell you, I was well, 47 before I ever tried. Oh, wow. So, and really? I, w- I was like you, I was very happy. I was very proud that I had never tried. And what had happened was we had met a family out on uh, a cruise and they had kids about the same age as ours. They lived in Colorado. So we decided to go visit them mm-hmm. and we went out there and it was legal. So we sent the kids one direction. The parents went the, the other direction and I have really bad arthritis and I have for many, many years document. I mean, so like you can look at my mm-hmm. hands and toes and you're like, oh, that's not right. But, um, right. So I, I wanted to try it, and it was funny because I remember going in, and it's weird because you go into, uh, for me, the first time, because it, it was a retail store. I mean, I grew up with Cheech and Chong. I thought when you got high, you became Cheech or Chong, or perhaps both. <laughs> right. of them. I thought that was the, I, right. I didn't know there was different uh-huh. ways that you could exhibit being high uh-huh. or being altered by the medication. So because there's so many things that it actually does. And that's what, you know, finding the right strain and everything. But I remember walking in, I said, well, I have arthritis. I'm looking for, and he's like, dude, it's legal here. You don't have to have arthritis. And I just laughed at Mm -hmm. him. And I was like, actually, I'm really looking for that. So we got these little little, uh, edibles or pills called Chiba Chews. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took one and about an hour later, my wife was like, because I wasn't Cheecher Chong. So my wife was like, mm-hmm. how are you? Are you feeling this? And I just remember holding my hands in front of my face. And I go, I don't, I go, I don't feel anything at all. Meaning I didn't feel like any pain. I didn't feel like I had been altered at all. But then I started right, move, you- moving my fingers and I was like, man, I don't have any pain. And That's so then amazing. when I started doing it, you could see the swelling go down because Probably a lot of people in our generation mm-hmm. thought that when California legalized medicinal in 1996, mm-hmm. that, you know, oh, I have a headache or, you know, bat, whatever, so that you could get a card. And I thought right. that it that was just a people wanting to do drugs. And so they were saying, oh, it has a medicinal purpose. Right, right. But then when I started doing it, I found out and, you know, the, the difficult thing about being in a non-legal state is that, that if you don't know where you're getting it and how you're getting it, you may not get the same strain. So you may not get the same right. reaction. And so being able to walk into a store and go, I want whatever the, you know, right. GSC or something, and then that you get the specific strain and you know, because there are ones that, so my wife can also tell when I change strains because, it, and this is one thing that we're going to talk about because we totally went on a different direction than I thought we were going to at the beginning, but we are going to get there. But sure. one of them is on the munchies because uh-huh. there are, there are strains where I will devour everything inside, mm-hmm. and then there will be times where she can tell that I'm either not smoking or I've changed strains because. Mm-hmm. 
the devil stuff Oreo cookies stay there more than one day. You know, the, the, the Mountain Dew, the two liter Mountain Dew lasts more than a day. So there's certain things, but especially in, you can also get it to suppress appetite as well, which I don't Mm -hmm. think a lot of people know, which is kind of cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think that it's interesting that I think the medicinal value of it is, at least in my opinion, very well proven at this point. And I think having it legal in some states, legal for medicinal, legal for recreational, both, one, neither, is something that's just unworkable. And I think it won't be long before it's at least universally legal uh, medicinally, probably would, would come first. But it just doesn't make sense. I mean, that would be like having, you know, alcohol legal to drink in some states and not in others. It just right. doesn't make sense. You know, that still happens. There's still a state called Arkansas, which I think still has yeah. dry counties, which is crazy. Right. Oh, insane. And as for, you know, and as for New York, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, look, all of all of the marijuana you smell on the street, that's not legal. You're not allowed to just walk down the street smoking it. That would be like the same thing. You're not allowed to like walk down the street with an open container of alcohol, but people, you know, people do it and, right. you know, they sort of hide it. You, you never see it. Like I never see it. I right. just smell it. But, um, you know, it, a few years before it was legalized in the state, in the city, they sort of like unofficially decriminalized it. Right. Meaning that if you were caught with it, you might get a ticket as opposed to going to jail. So that really opened the floodgates. And um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So in Kansas, it's not even legal. No, one of, one of three states that it's never even been brought to the floor of the house. And because we, we, don't ha- we don't have any farmers here that would benefit from an additional cash crop like that. I mean, it just, Kansas is such a fucking backwards state. It drives me insane. Yeah. So, and it's, yeah, I, I, I don't understand Kansas at all. And how about, how about Missouri? Uh, in Missouri, it's, uh, medicinal, it's, uh, legal for medicinal. And then I believe Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be on the ballot this year for recreational. I believe it is one of the states that think Mm -hmm. it will go recreational, but in Kansas city, Missouri, it's been decriminalized anyway so i mean if you get if you get caught i think it's a ticket and the the thing that i've never understood about drugs is because there are a lot of drugs that i do want to try at some Mm -hmm. point and i am well aware that i may try something that could fry my brain or do something to me it and i'm okay i mean it's not that i'm okay with that but i understand that because when we were growing up, you would think that every other person that ever tried drugs, they immediately became a vegetable. Because that was a, a, a great story that I think parents of our generation love to tell. Oh, well, I know oh, yeah. someone, and they, they picked up a drink, and someone had put something in it, and now they're a vegetable. It's like, Although, mm. I, wanted, I, I don't know if you remember this, but we had really good drug education classes, and I can't remember if it was either Skipped in junior them. high um, yeah, I, I yeah yeah I wouldn't have paid attention to those. Well, but for for example, they taught us. I remember this specifically. They taught us, you know, what is specifically a narcotic, what drugs are addictive, and what are not. And I specifically remember being taught that marijuana is not addictive. Alcohol is, but you can't really get addicted to marijuana like chemically like you can with alcohol, for right. example. So or we maybe cocaine. It's habit, it's habit forming, yes. But I always really respected that they didn't just say drugs are bad, it's awful, you know, not that they said they were good per se, but like they said, here is a fact. Right. You know, and they didn't treat us, they didn't treat us like imbeciles. They just, they gave the facts. Of course, they said it was not good, but they explained what, it, what different drugs did. And I, and I've always remembered that. See, I, you know? I don't I remember like that. It was respectful. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But I also skipped a lot of school back then. Unfortunately, and see, you, weren't, and, you weren't there that day. <laughs> no, I probably was not. But, you know, I just, so now I would get people that will say something. Cause I, I'm not shy about my cannabis use. I mean, I don't flaunt mm-hmm. it, but if someone mm-hmm. talks about it, I mean, it's, it's not something that, that I, I shy away from. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird because like my dad, who is a pharmacist, so 
you know, drugs are bad unless you have a prescription for them. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how he thought. And it would just, I, I used to have to tell him to shut the fuck up because he would want to tell me about marijuana. And it's like, mm-hmm. you have never done this before. I mean, this is after I started doing it. And right. it was like, you have never done, don't talk to me about, I mean, that's, it would be like me going into a, a shoe cobbler and trying to tell him how to fix a leather shoe or something. They'd be right. like, oh, do you do this for a living? I'd be like, oh, I've never even tried this before. <laughs> it reminds me. So our our youngest, who I love to death, but sometimes she is so full of hubris. And just speaking of doing something you've never tried. We were watch- Last time the Winter Olympics were out, we were watching curling. And she was like, uh-huh. I could do this better than them. And I looked at her. I go... So you could do a sport you've never tried on a surface that you're not accustomed to better than people that are actually in the Olympics doing it. And she just looked at me and goes, yes. And I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, I just, but you know, it'd be like her trying to tell a curler, like, hey, you should try doing this with your foot. And they'd be like, oh, are you a world champion? She'd be like, no, I was on the couch watching you. Well, I like her confidence. I mean. Yeah, I gave that to my, if nothing else, I gave my girls, I gave them confidence. Because a lot of times Mm -hmm. confidence, people just are like, oh, they must know what they're doing. It's kind of like if you go somewhere and you're not supposed to be where you're at. If you just Mm -hmm. act like you're supposed to be there, a lot of people will just leave you alone. Right, exactly. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about, uh, you wish me a uh, happy new year. Have you broken any new year? Oh, first of all, do you do resolutions for new year's? I sure do. And can do are they? I don't do them. So, do you, is it like a a wish? Can you not tell, or or can you tell us what your resolutions are I, so we can I, hold you accountable? How's that work? I can I can tell you because it is self evident. I want to lose my COVID weight, the extra weight that I gained in these two years during COVID. And my resolution was, you know, starting January 3rd, the first Monday, I would really get back into it. And I love, I, I love how you're like, I am committing to this, but I'm not going to commit to starting this on a weekend. No, it, <laughs> true, true. But I, I thought that would be reasonable because it was yeah, still a holiday yeah, weekend. Yeah. And I thought, let me not put handcuffs on, uh, the, you know, uh, you lock up the refrigerator and, and it'll be Monday morning. It doesn't matter. I didn't do it. I'm, I'm not doing it yet. I'm, we're going to try to start tomorrow. But, uh, I, you know, I, uh, I, I, use, I usually go to the gym every day. I swim every day. I do uh, the elliptical. I do, you know, various cardio. And I have to walk to the gym, which is about a 15-minute walk. So even that is exercise there and back. But I hurt my foot. Uh, nothing major. Just sort of pulled a muscle in it. And so I haven't been to the gym much and so that combined with you know not doing the diet that i should be doing has not made me happy but again we're gonna we're gonna reset and we're gonna try it tomorrow uh, can i ask how much covid weight did you put on oh god i don't know i can only guess do you weigh yourself because i won't get on the scale i used to i used to weigh myself every day and i finally gave up uh you know during this i mean i would say if i could lose 15 pounds, I'd be happy. I could probably stand to lose 20. And I'm, you know, I still fit basically into the same clothes. They're just tighter and less comfortable. And I don't like what I see in the mirror. But no one's going to look at me and say, oh, my God, you're so fat or you're obese or you don't look good. Right. But I know how I like to feel. And so so we're going to get to this and you'll probably have to real reel me back around to this, but I wanted to talk about Lizzo and a article that came yeah. out earlier. Cause it does have mm-hmm. to do with weight, but so, yeah, it, it so here, here's a, because I know it's so difficult. And my outlook is I, I want everyone to be happy. If you want piercings, tattoos, hair color, be very heavy, not be whatever you want to, as long as you're happy and you're doing it for you and not for others. Right then right. i don't care my only my only grief is when people will do something like with like say lizzo she is very proud of her weight i think that's mm-hmm. amazing that you're very 
body positive because you should feel good. I mean, you should right. you shouldn't feel bad that <clears throat> I'm eating this much or I'm eating this little or I'm working out right. this much or I'm look, working out this little. I mean, it, you should be able right. to enjoy your life. And so I've had a problem with weight loss, which is actually another reason why I have to do cannabis at this point in my life is that if I don't, I will literally wither away. And I've gone to doctors for wow. two years. And what was happening was during a week I was losing like with work and stuff. A lot of times, and I know people don't understand this and my wife would probably be better to, to help explain is I will just forget mm -hmm. to eat. I mean, I literally could go, Two days in a in a not if I'm busy, not even think about food, and that and wow. I don't know why. So so what would happen was if you find out, could you tell me because I wouldn't mind some of that. I but it it, it is but it also has a lot of side effects because right. it, even though I'm not eating, I I will still get tired, which gets me grumpy or hangry sometimes. Just because because mm -hmm. Bobby will be like, "Have you eaten today?" And I'm like, "No." And she's like, you need to eat because it is like that. But I just get to right. where I want to get stuff done and then I get so much done and then it's like, okay, well now it's two o'clock and I eat, I'll mess up dinner. So I just want to eat lunch. And then, so that, that's kind of right. how it rolls out. But what was happening when I was losing like 15 pounds a week during 15 pounds a week. Oh, it, hold on because it, Hold on. So I would lose like 15 pounds for Monday through Friday. That's like a that's like a Stephen King novel. No, no, no. <laughs> it it gets worse. And this is where Bobby, because because okay. people will, when I say it, and I think it's because my personality or people know me that they'll say no, and then when Bobby confirms that they're like yes, and I'll talk about a doctor here in a second. But I would lose like okay. 15 pounds during a week, and then over the weekend I would just gorge, and I'd okay. gain like 13 back, and then I'd lose okay. 15. And gained 13. So I was slowly losing weight. Okay. And, and it got to the point where I went from 192 mm -hmm. all the way down to 159. Wow. And, and that lasted over, that was three months that I lost. And so I was losing weight every month, each week, and I couldn't put enough weight back on. So I was mm -hmm. seeing doctors, and I went to a doctor on a Monday, a gastroenterologist. Mm -hmm. and they weigh you when you're coming and everything. And so we couldn't. They were going to do a, a endoscopy, I think is what it was called. They were going to do all this yeah. kind of invasive stuff to figure out because they'd done an MRI. They could not figure out why I was losing weight. And, you know, they, they would have it documented because I'd go one week to the next, and you're, you're down three pounds, you're down five pounds. You know, and so they right. would see it. So I had told them... Because I track, I journal things just because I got used to it when my medicine would change for my arthritis. You know, is it the weather that's that's making me feel better or worse or is it the medicine? So right. I, I got into journaling how my body was feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have lost as much as 12 pounds in one day. And I've gained as much as 10.8 pounds in one day. In fact, so I went to I went in on a Monday. And mm -hmm. so they'd called me on on Wednesday because I was supposed to set up for this endoscopy. And their office called me and I go and, and I'm up front with the doctors. I tell them that I I take cannabis. And mm -hmm. so anyway, I go. I'm not sure I'm going to need this. I go, I'm, I'm starting to gain weight. And she goes, what do you mean? I go, well, I, I changed strains. I go, I went from a indica base to a sativa base, and, and my appetite has just come roaring back. And I go, in fact, I've gained 16 pounds in the last couple of days. And she goes, okay. well, that's, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so I had – I, <laughs> I literally had to go back to the office so that they could weigh me. And then they still didn't believe me. Wow. Well, what did they? Well, what, well I mean, they had I, to I, if they weighed you. Well, no, they didn't believe me. That's why I went back and weighed him. And then when they saw it, oh, they I go, see. "Well, that does it." Because then they tried to say, "Well, did you? 
you know, uh, do you have, the, uh, did you have things in your pants that, you know, and I'm like, no, I did not have things that made me lighter last time I was here. Yeah. I put a, a big helium balloon up my butt that made me five pounds. I mean, it's, but yeah. I would get that. I, I had gone to, I, I mean, I had gone to the emergency room before because the lack of weight loss was causing some issues with my heart and stuff at some, oh, uh, for, yeah. So for six months, it was, it was not pretty. And the whole thing is, as soon as I changed strains, mm-hmm. everything was fine. I well, even stopped yeah, going to, I mean, to to the doctors because I was like, I am fine. And so we're getting back to, uh, so one thing during my weight loss, when I was trying to keep weight on is I would send my wife a selfie every morning, a shirtless selfie. And I, I mean, I've always tried to keep myself in good shape and it's more for my wife because I really outkicked my coverage with her. I mean, she probably should not be with me. So I, I try to look really good for her, but I think even if it, I think that just for myself, I enjoy working out. I don't, I, I don't work out very hard. I mean, I work out 20 minutes a day, but right now right. I'm, I feel pretty good. I felt this way for many, many months now. I'm six five and I'm at one seventy five. Okay. And so and I'm still I'm very aware of being fifty four and how I look compared to other people that are fifty four and how they look. Right. But one thing that's weird is I've continued the thing is once my weight stabilized and I got back up into the ones mid mid one seventies, which one eighty uh-huh. is where I really feel good but you know mid 170s is fine is i w- had gone to weigh myself every day but i had took pictures of myself and sent them to my wife so over the last four months i didn't weigh myself once until a couple days ago and i was 0.2 pounds lighter than i was last time i weighed myself in august but okay. it's because i'm aware i'm comfortable i'm fine with what i eat i'm fine with what i work out i mean I could probably eat more. I'm sure I could work out more, but you know, I'm just comfortable kind of where I am right now. And right. I, I just, that's where I want everyone to be. Cause I know that I'm around enough people that have challenges with their weight. And I, I know that it, cause they're not happy. And I'm like, you know, but I, I, that's where I, it's like, you know, I can't be happy for them, but it's like, you know, I think you look amazing. So I don't know. I, I don't understand. So, I mean, that's where, I don't know. Weight is so weird. That's I where, know. Yeah. And it's a, per, it's a personal thing. It really is, you know, it, for me, it's, it's how I know I like to feel and I don't care what anyone else says. It, it's, 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 it's all about me, but, uh, and it, it, yeah, that is true. I mean, I do when I take pictures and send them to my wife, I do, there's a part of my vanity that is like, you know, I'm glad I still look at like this at 54 and my wife's seven years younger than I am. So it's, you know, we're not even, when we go to church and they, and when you sign in and they ask how old you are, we're no longer in the same bracket age bracket. We haven't (laughs) been for quite some time. So, um, so yeah, so I, I, I work out And, and the funny thing is, and I'll even, I'll discuss my workout regimen here is, Okay. A lot of people, I don't know. I do not think I look bad at all. I do a hundred push-ups every single day. Okay, that's but I, a lot. Wow. But I do them on my knees, and that's the thing is because it was funny because my daughter, uh, our youngest, and I had this conversation once. She goes, "Why do you always do girl push-ups?" And I go, "I'm not doing girl push-ups. So I'm doing knee-down push-ups." I go, because mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of women that can do what you would consider men push-ups, and I know a lot of guys that couldn't do a, a girl's push-up. So, right. let's just, so, but it's also, I started doing it because I have arthritis in my feet, but it actually gives me better core posture because I'm, because sometimes people will bend at their knees, stick their butt out. If you're on your knee, you can, you can straighten your core. At least I feel like right. you can straighten your core better. So I do that. And the way that I mix it up is sometimes I'll mix up hand placement. Yeah. Or I always mix up hand placement, but you know, whether mm-hmm. wide, narrow, um, how far up or down they are in, in comparison to my torso, I'll do them s- slower or faster some days. And then I have mm-hmm. literally 10 pound dumbbells. In fact, I've told my wife, I've used the same 10 pound dumbbells for two years. I go, I should go to 12, but mm-hmm. 
and if I tell people that, they're like, that doesn't sound like you're doing much. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm really not. But the other thing that helps me is my, I don't have a food drive at all. I mean, I'd mentioned it earlier. I just, I have to remember to eat. There, It was funny because I'd posted on Instagram once, Bobby writes notes, like on the way out the door, she'll just write, Ro, remember to eat. Right. Or just, Ro, eat. Well, so. For me, I've had, you know, weight loss issues at different times in my life and, you know, nothing major. And I know exactly what to do. I know exactly what I need to do. I know what, exactly what I need to eat and what not to eat and exactly how to do it. And as soon as I just make myself do it, maybe for even two or three days and get in that pattern, I am fine. And it is smooth sailing. Right. And the weight comes off and I feel great. But it's, it's getting to that, that pattern. It's just that I can't, I, I, I can't get there yet. And I'm hoping that I can because I really, I really want to look good again to myself. Although, with all the COVID around here in New York and you know winter time, there's you know there's not much to go out and really do, or um, you know or do without a mask on your face or a face shield on your face or a right. giant coat on. So right now it doesn't really or matter. Or a ball gag in your mouth. mouth. I mean, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm hoping that by the spring we'll be past you know, this Omicron variant, which we're experiencing right now. And I hope people listening to this someday don't even remember what that was, yeah. but because it friggin' sucks. But if we're past that, I'm hoping things can get back to semi-normal like they were like right after people were vaccinated here last year, things were pretty normal again for a while. And then Delta hit and now Omicron hit and it's very contagious and, you know, people are afraid to do anything or go anywhere and there's restrictions everywhere. And it's, 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 it's not fun. So like, I haven't had incentive. Like I, I, I haven't felt like, Oh, you know, I'm going out socializing. I want to look better. I want to be able to wear that jacket that is way too tight that I'd be uncomfortable in. There's nothing really to do and nowhere to go except today I'm going to see the music man starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. And I've had the tickets for three years. Oh my! So has it been postponed then? Well, it was or- uh, the the tickets went on sale in 2019 for a production opening in 2020. So they probably went on sale maybe six months before the show. And for a big show like that, that's common. Then of course, um, COVID hits and Broadway is shut down for 16 months. And within that time, there were little sort of mini shutdowns and they took my tickets that were for, let's say for like the second Sunday matinee after it started performances. And they just kept moving my tickets to whatever that second Sunday matinee was. And I had, I could have canceled them, but but I just decided to let them ride. So we get into January and my tickets were originally for January 2nd, last Sunday. And so many Broadway shows are closing due to COVID. And sure enough, Hugh Jackman got COVID and Sutton Foster got COVID. And so they canceled 10 performances of The Music Man, including the one I was supposed to see. But I could sort of smell that it was coming. So I exchanged my tickets for today and got much better seats. And I'm looking forward to seeing it, you know, again, like, covered in masks and showing vaccination cards before you go into the theater in one line and then showing your tickets in another line. It's, it's not so fun, but um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it because never in my life have I had tickets to something for three years. Will, and it had better be good. Will you do me a favor? Yes. At the most quiet time of the play, will you yeah. scream out, Hugh, I have a podcast. Will you be a guest? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I can do that. Thank you. If you yeah. can do that. And just see just see what his response is. I mean, yeah, you right. never know unless you ask. Of course. Of course. So, so here's the thing, and I'll bring him up for weight, too. Okay. So I'm going to go back to, you know, we talk about how it's personal. I remember one thing that really made me self-conscious about my weight. My daughter took a picture of it. When we lived out in the country, I actually, I don't know who took Daughter or wife. Someone took a picture of me watering. Mm-hmm. And it was the way I was standing and 
I was probably 190 at the time, which I, I've always been in shape. I mean, the most I've ever weighed right. is 208, but that's when I was working. I mean, I was working out to, to bulk up at that time. So that's the right. most I've ever weighed. So I've always looked fit, at least with clothes on. And mm-hmm. however I was standing in that picture, I remember seeing that going, nope. That's that's not how that's not what I want to look at in a mirror, it, right. it, because it had nothing to do with anyone else. I, I no one else said, "Oh, you look." I saw that picture. I was like, "Nope, that's going to change." So yeah. So, but then I I was thinking when you brought up Hugh Jackman because he does like the Wolverine movies, which I don't really right. watch, and you know, and he's such a versatile actor. And there was another versatile actor who I was thinking about with weight in Edward Norton. Did you ever see yeah. uh, hist- uh, what was it, American History X? I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. I think I caught it on television, but you know, I so I, that's, I'm, I'm aware of it. And I'm I believe that's the one where himself. he was he's the the white supremacist, and right. he is jacked in that movie. There are a couple mm-hmm. scenes where he has his shirt off, and he is just ripped. And that, but then when you normally see Edward Norton, you wouldn't say, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's also something that's weird is that. You know, because I, I always like, how would you have a body like that and you wouldn't want to keep it and go back? Well, but that's where he's comfortable because I know right. I don't I've never had a body that looked like that. But I know the body that I do have, which for the age that we're at right now is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, even the 20 minutes I put, it's still a lot of work. It's not like that's a fun. Tw- so so I understand not wanting to put in that work, but that that's always kind of struck me is you get to that level and then you let your then. Well, but, but remember, it's 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 a Hollywood illusion. What happens is when someone like that is cast, you know, be it Edward Norton in this, be it a superhero movie, they are paid money specifically to get into that shape. They are given nutritionists who give them food and they are given trainers who work out with them every day. Right. And they get their body into that shape because all of this is around them working to get it. And even if they would want to keep it up, they would no longer have that same trainer. They would no longer have that same nutritionist. Now, most of these people could probably afford to keep it up, but it's something that it's just, it, it just sort of proves that it's, it's not real. It's almost impossible to maintain it. You know, so that's, but, that's going to segue us into this last part, which is mm-hmm. the dad bod. So earlier this yeah. year, and I didn't really follow it, but uh, Will Smith came out and said something about he was in the worst shape he'd ever been. He's a, <clears throat> excuse me, he's about our age, early fifties, I think. Yeah. So he said he's in the worst shape he he had ever been, and he said that he was gonna start working out to get back in shape, but he was going to do it natural, that he was not going to use those things, trainers right. or nutritionists or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Well, and so I don't know how the whole thing, I think I only saw one picture after he started, because he said he you know, wasn't going to do, you know, I'm not, I, I'm going to do workouts from home, I'm going to do everything, because they're trying to make it like an every person thing. Um and I'm not knocking him for trying this and everything, but when he took a picture of working out in his home gym, mm-hmm. that's what most people would die to belong to a gym, pay to go to a gym like that. Yeah. And so, you know, I kind of, I'm always like, you know, I, I want to see, I, I'm sick of people. Uh, who is it? There is uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Now, and once again, I am not. I am just using her name because I don't want to use an. I don't want to use an example without, so that someone just says, "Oh well, he made that up," or he does. You know, I, I want people to be able to understand. So, there are pictures of Lindsey Vaughn, and they said Lindsey Vaughn's killing it in her bikini. Looked at her rip abs in her bikini, or you know, things like this. Last summer, or the summer before, and I'm like, she's in her mid thirties. Mm-hmm. she's an Olympic athlete. Right. And I'm like, this is what they do. This is their life. They That's all they do work out. I'm tired of people that, that they're celebrating these people that I understand. Theater, movies, television, it is hard. It is long hours. 
However, I believe you do have a little bit more leeway than someone that's working two jobs to get to the gym or work out. And so when those people are, you know, oh, look at, you know, 56-year-old Paulina Poritzkova kill it in a bikini. Yeah, okay. She's a, she was a supermodel. Right. She still has the genetics of a supermodel. I mean, right. that's, you know, that's not like, hey, my neighbor... Bob, and then he comes out and everyone's like, wow. So the other article I sent you this week was on dad bobs. It says, now that yeah. dad bobs are accepted or bods next, and my wife and I have had this talk because she says that people that say dad bods are hot are lying. Mm-hmm. She says that those are just people that <clears throat> want to let themselves go so that you let them go, and that way you're kind of on the, on an even playing field. Uh-oh. I don't think I agree. I don't think I agree. <laughs> See, so would you think a dad? So we do you honestly think that people think dad bods are hot? I do. I do. But it depends on the dad and it depends on the bod. You know, it's not just it's not a uh, you know, it's not a universal thing. I think what it means is, is you can be hot. You can be sexy, attractive, desirable even with a little bit of extra weight or a lot of extra weight. And it's really about the person and, and, and just how it all comes together. I think now, you know, for me personally, it, I don't care what anybody thinks. I, like I said before, I want to lose weight for me. I don't care what anybody else thinks. So I, but I do think that people, men and women can be attractive no matter what. And I think that the mom bod might, come in because like get get back to lizzo i think one of the things that she was talking about recently is she says that she's gained weight you know when she was you know more of a plus size before that of course and she is happy and she thinks she looks great and you know what she does she does look great she looks she looks happy and vibrant and sexy and talented and so i totally get it and and i get that my problem is if i just like if i said something if i referenced someone being morbidly obese Mm -hmm. i could use her as an example well and and that's not being mean that is choosing so like if so i wouldn't go out and say but like if you're I have had people that are of well let's say when I st- when we stood next to each other we would look like the number 10. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to tell me about health and wellness. And I right. will well, just like I'm not going to listen to someone that doesn't smoke marijuana about marijuana and anything that has anything to do with it. Right. I'm not I'm not going to have someone lecture me. You you can be healthy, you can feel healthy, you can be whatever that's fine, but if you're gonna say I'm, he- I I I will I, I'm not gonna I'll call bullshit where bullshit is done, and that that's my only issue that when it, when people will and it doesn't I'm not just talking about weight, but when people try to do anything, I'll be like, well, that's not correct because that, that that's one of the problem that I think that we sometimes it, it accept. The norms, like if you accepted you're fine with how you look currently, mm-hmm. then at some point you're going to, you're, you're going to gain more weight because you're, you're, you've reset that standard. Right. And, right. I, and I don't know. So I, I, I love Lizzo. I love her music. I agree with you. I think that she is projecting a, I mean, what she's projecting is amazing. I mean, I yes. I love her smile. I love her energy. Uh, I love so many things about her. And I, I think it's amazing that she's... Because that's what I want. I, I, I just want people to be acceptant of... Just be wherever you want to be. But be happy right. with that. I mean, go... Exactly. go. I've made these decisions to be there. That, that's another thing that will bend me out of shape sometimes when you have someone in their 20-somethings that say, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to look as good as you do when, you're, when I'm your age. Because... Mm-hmm. And there will be times where I'll be like, well, that's funny because you don't distri- demonstrate any of the behaviors that would get you there. Right. And I'm not trying to be mean, but you can't live in a fantasy. Don't, don't say... It just doesn't happen. I mean, you don't just... <clears throat> I mean, th- th- 
that that's where I mean, I, I don't like crazy talk. Now, right. this is from someone who talks crazy a lot, so <laughs> I get that as well. But my thing is with a dad, I just I personally don't. I don't know. I'll, I'll walk around with my three pack that I have and and be happy. <laughs> So, because that's the other thing right now is that I could have, I, I think I could still have a washboard. I mean, I know it's there and I don't look bad at all, but <clears throat> I'm not going to cut out that last. I, I love fatty meats way too much. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'd cut that out to lose that. I mean, back when I used to play basketball and be running around eight, 10 hours a week, I mean, basically doing sprints up and down a basketball court, I never had to worry about that. And then as you well, get. So- Older, yeah, well, you do. I have the six pack in terms of the muscles because of how I exercise, right. but they're covered in layers of fat. Yeah, you know, you have to have there has to be zero fat for that for those washboard abs to show. Yeah. So, and I'm never going to have that, but you know, I've got the I've got the strength there at least. But yeah, and that that's how that's how I am there. too. I mean, you you can tell. I, I joke that it's a three pack. It's like you can tell, but it's also like we well, could slim that down a little. I'm like, yep, yeah, nope. But that's where I, I mean I'm fine with where I am, and 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 it's it's also getting into a routine. Is that I did get into a routine during the pandemic. I think there was mm-hmm. I think the reason I started doing a hundred pushups. It was a hundred pushup challenge for a month. Do a hundred pushups mm-hmm. every day for a month, and then here I am, two years later, and I'm. I've still done That's it. Uh, I mean, there, there's been a few times where I've I've taken breaks. I had to take breaks when I had lost so much weight because right. I was physically unable to work out like I wanted. I mean, I felt like I wanted to pass that, and I couldn't afford to lose any more weight. And then I dislocated my thumb and, and had to take some time Ooh. off and stuff. But, yeah. So, anyway. Hey, so as we wrap up, for yeah. this year, I am going to be doing, hopefully, not – a ton of interviews, but quite a few interviews. on. I'm really excited about some of the things that we have coming up. So um, someone that I had to postpone an interview, I didn't mention my dad. Well, I did mention earlier, he's been having some health problems. So I was supposed to do an interview with him this week, this person, his name Hermes Oslander. He's one of the hosts of the Scuttlebutt podcast, Mm -hmm. which can be found anywhere. Great podcast. I love listening to it. I actually had reached out to him and was going to interview him just about, they have a lot more episodes up than we do. And just talking to him, I wanted to talk to him about the maturation process of their podcast. You know, one thing about me is I don't really look at, I don't look at numbers. Like I don't know how many followers were, I don't, that's, that's not why I do this and that's not what I'm looking at. So I was going to ask him about a lot of things. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have attorneys on. Um, let's see who else I'll have a realtor on, I believe next week. So we're going to talk about the housing market, which has been hot, but a lot of people say that's going to burst. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to talk to my old academic advisor at university of Alaska Fairbanks. So we're going to talk about how, School has changed, and I think it's changed less for him because Fairbanks is such a remote city to everything. They have a lot of remote learners from the state, so I think that – but that's one thing I want to find out, how that's impacted them. So I think we're going to have a lot of guests on. One thing that I'm going to try to do is when people listen to this and if I have a guest and you're not part of that show, it has more to do with logistics and timing, Right. That you're you're much busier than I am, which I feel bad that we've got 50 minutes in and I haven't talked about you at all. So oh, I'm going to need you. To, I'm going to need you to pimp your stuff and then I'm going to post it on our Instagram <laughs> uh, spot as well. But what's going on with you? You had some big news this week hey, or over I the last couple of weeks. Big, I got a lot of big news. I think we should save it for next week. OK, because I think we could. I think it'll take us into it long, will. deep conversations. OK. And. One thing that I want to say to the listeners that are out there that have still made it to this part, Stephen and I last for our initial year, 2021, for our podcast, we recorded a lot of shows in a short amount of time so that we would have a library, and then we took some time off. That made some of our topics 
less timely. And because we moved them around, it may have sounded like, oh, their podcasts are starting to get better. And then you may have listened to an episode and go, they don't even know what they're talking about. So (laughs) it's going to be more linear going forward now. So when you and I record together, we should be able to release it together within a day or two. So our podcast will come out on Monday and we record on the weekend. But if Steven's not involved on the – it's just because – being in different time zones can make things difficult. So it's not I'm leaving him out on these interviews. So we're going to try to get you involved as much as possible on these interviews coming up. Because I do think there are a lot of things that you'll have questions about as well. Because one yeah. of the, the realtor that I'm going to that I'm going to speak with, I'm really excited because this market is so different. I was going to speak to someone in another market, but it didn't make any sense. And then I started thinking. Right. I watch a lot of the YouTube videos of the, you know, $45 million, what is it, Billionaire's Road, you know, all those things yeah. on YouTube. So, and your market has to be dramatically different because oh, Kansas City is a residential single dwelling market where your market is vastly different. So, I, totally. I, yeah. So, so, if you know any realtors, I would like to talk. So, you could interview a realtor as well. Sure. See? That, I'll, I'll, but, take a, I'll look into that. Okay. Because I just think, because, you know, and here's a new question that I just came as we we're speaking. So yeah. many people put cameras inside their houses now. Do you think one of realtors, this is a question I'm going to ask her, but these are the kind of questions that I want to have is, do you think that people spy on the realtors when they're doing showings? I bet they do. I, I mean, because I remember the houses that we've sold, like they would be like, oh, we have a show in at four o'clock. And I remember one day we left and we told our neighbors who were home, you know, you have to get out of the house and everything. We're like, hey, there's a show in. Will you tell us? You know, and they were like, yeah. And actually is when we had already moved to a new house. We'd already bought and moved into a new house. And our our neighbor goes, oh, they were only in your house like five minutes. But we got an Mm -hmm. offer. So they walked in and obviously liked what they want. But I wonder if people now, because if you knew you had a show in at four, you could look in on your cameras and listen and see. So I wonder if oh, that. Absolutely, yeah. So I, because I, so yeah, so yeah. If you know a realtor, that'd be cool, and then we we could pit them against each other and see which one. <laughs> I'll ask around. <laughs> okay, cool, Stephen. As always, it is so much fun to talk to you. Fun to talk to you, Rodney. I okay. look forward to it every week. Okay. So, everyone, thank you for making it through 52 minutes of the Roro Show with Steven. We really appreciate it. We didn't say it at the beginning. If you're already here, go ahead and hit the follow button because you're already listening to us, so you might as well. So, anything you want to say on the way out, Stephen? No, just Happy New Year again, and I am going to start my resolution again tomorrow, and you can ask me about the progress next week. I'll do so. All right. Okay. To everyone else, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody.